Yo-ho-ho and a bottle of grog. It's time to return to the shackles for another week's of high seas adventure. So welcome to it, Jabert, Mm. Rebecca, Seth, and Tyler. Welcome back, guys. Hey. It's glad to be here. You know, I think if you Google, like, top 10 things to not do when starting a podcast, not having a name for it is probably, like, number one it's like that's probably up hey there. We're, we're pirates we're, we, we make our own paths we're that's bucking true. tradition on this show yeah we're, we're bucking a few things we're, we're buck wild here uh this week though it's not just the five of us we've got a special guest in the form of drew popping into the recording drew how are you i'm buccaneering yeah. oh boy <laughs> he got him in here got us good uh drew welcome tradition. to the unnamed podcast as our first special guest I don't want to give too much away of your role or roles yet, but do you think you have what it takes to be a pirate, me lad? Aye. Oh, okay. <laughs> and we probably shouldn't waste too much time here at the top. We got so much pirate action to get to. I, I should say, as we record this, we are not out of the voting period yet for the name of the podcast but by the time this episode comes out we will have a name uh, we, we blew past the 500 patreon goal so this show is releasing every two weeks we might already be past the next goal by the time this comes out if so thank you patreon fans yeah the gen- the the man we dropped everything and then all of a sudden we just got hit with a ton of generosity we appreciate yeah. it uh, just goes to show pirates still cool that's true <laughs> yes but the the show by the time this comes out, we'll have a name, and I can tell you right now, it is still a little too close to call, but we have two favorites early on. The, these uh, stood above the, the other three. Uh, crits and Crossbones is one, and the other is Dead Men Roll No Crits. How are you guys feeling about those names? Uh, two winners in my book. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was happy with all five of them, but yeah, people responded to, to just about all of them, but these two especially. I'm excited to see what is our final name so we can just say welcome to blank and yeah. start a podcast regularly. What, uh, DMRNC? That sounds pretty cool. DMRNC or CNC, like a CNC imaging. Our next Patreon goal is the $600 one, and it is indeed to turn the show into a weekly release. If we've already gotten there, thank you. But if not, a little angry we didn't set that goal higher because, of course, this podcast is eventually going to get there. Um, I'm really excited to hopefully be playing adventures with you guys weekly because I have planned out just about a year of them at this point. A little little into book two of the adventure path. Yeah. I've never nice. cried when an AP has ended, but when this one ends, <laughs> I'll be a big moment for you. It'll for never your end, Tyler. It's gonna be a real sad show. I'm gonna be <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna be crying some serious cracking tears. You can always mutiny the podcast and keep going on your own. <laughs> I'm taking over Patreon. And watch our like Patreon sponsors just drop like flies because that's not what they <laughs> signed up for. Uh, uh, right, so let's get back into it. Uh, this week's tale will start off mostly where we last left off, if you guys remember, after the, the first full day of pirating, almost 24 hours after being 
press gangs on board the Wormwood, a pirate ship sailing the Shackles. And you guys have met uh, some various pirates like Contrabar Shortstone and Sendara Quinn. You've witnessed the keel hauling of Jake Magpie. And you've been entertaining the crew below deck Cassius. And most of the, the pirates, including uh, the majority of you guys, fall into a, a deep grog-induced slumber as it was a, a long, hard day of work in the sun, in the rigging, swapping the decks. Some of you are a little fatigued because of all the work and have decided to, to sleep it off, but it's in this darkness as kind of night settles on this creaky ship. We see a, a life figure moving up and, and out of the slumbering crew deck and onto the, the middle deck towards the quartermaster's store. We see as... Uh, she steps out of the shadows and into a, a beam of light coming from the stairs up above. Alaris making this attempt, creeping past the room where old fish guts croup, the ship's cook slumbers, and where a very loud woman of orcish ancestry drunkenly snores so loud you worry it might wake the dead. Rebecca, where we last left off, one of the things that you wanted to do at night was sneak around and do some, some stealth action here on the ship and potentially recover some of the items that were ripped from you when you were drugged and dragged to the, the Wormwood. Indeed, namely my sword. I think that that has been, uh, she's been preoccupied with the loss of her sword. It's a part yeah, of her identity. You've been carrying it nonstop for weeks now since coming to the Shackles and it's definitely an auspicious, auspicious uh, lack of weight on your belt at this point. You've, you felt a little naked. But as you approach the, the door to the quartermaster, uh, you remember having a conversation with another pirate. Maybe Candoso told you that supposedly she's not the smartest of ship's quartermasters. And sometimes she just forgets to lock the door. There's a, uh, a lot of things already secured inside, so the, the door to it not as important. But it's a random chance, so Rebecca, go ahead and roll me a D100 to see if uh, the ship's quartermaster, Cutthroat Grok, has forgotten. Remember, we're here at the middle deck. This is what Cutthroat Grok. Oh, wow. Eight. <laughs> uh, right. So, good news. Uh, that is a failure. Uh, she has indeed uh, remembered to lock the door here. It was a 75% chance that she left it open. So taking a look at this, uh, um, I don't recall, do you have any lockpicks on you? Was that one of the items that you might have secreted out? No. And then you purchased... Ooh, It'll be... You, you know who does have lockpicks? Mm-hmm. Cassius. Oh. Is there any way, maybe, he would have noticed her leaving in the middle of the night? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not if you were entertaining. I was. That's true. Distractions. Um, very busy. There'll be more chances here, but you take a look at this lock, and it seems to be a very good quality. You think it would take multiple successes in, in the second edition rules terms. A fairly high DC, and I will say at this point, an impossible DC without thieves tools i'm not sure what your modifier is but it's i think beyond trained is uh, is what is suggested here so you don't get very far on this night mission 
but we can we can come back here. We can potentially um, maybe if you take a look down and, and look through the the keyhole, you can at least get a glimpse of what lies beyond, which is a very small room. And do I have it? I have it revealed here on the map, like a mid section towards the back of the ship. It's um it's like less than fifteen square feet, just right there in the the back behind the, the ship's galley. So looking through the keyhole, you can see what looks like barrels and chests inside, fairly fairly darkened. But that's that's going to do it for for your first trip out in in thieving land. Would it be possible that she could, uh, realizing that the door is locked, um, the next day perhaps talk to Cassius and get mm-hmm. those thieves' tools? Oh yeah, yeah, we can, we can get to that in the future as uh, I just wanted to finish up last week's uh, roles and, and things you guys wanted to do. And as I said, with all these shipboard actions last week, some of them we're going to do between our play sessions. And I think I might maybe in, in the show notes kind of write up some things of note that happened, but we're, we're going to talk about some of them as well. Um, but uh, oh, I'm so glad I... Uh, prepared all of this for for the beginning of this episode because that's that's all that happens here that night don't have too much more time before perhaps one of the very few pirates kind of patrolling the the top deck starts you know creaking the floorboards above you and, and spooks you back down to the crew quarters if i recall correctly the last thing that we left on was was someone eating a rat there's some rat eating going on <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there's that there's that tarn feathered fella. I think somewhere mid deck. Um, I think. Yeah, we still don't know what's going on there. Not everyone has has gotten a good view of him, but perhaps Alaris on your your way back to the mid deck, you can hear someone snoring behind the boxes um, here on the uh, starboard side of the ship, and, and peering through them, indeed, to see a uh, a human man, tarred and feathered and chained to the wall. This is what he looks like here. Is he awake when she sees him? Uh, at, at this point, it's pretty late in the night, so he's uh, he's out cold. You can get a uh, an okay peek at him um, through the darkness here before you yeah, head back. Uh, uh, based on that artwork, I didn't realize that a diet of rat would get you a 12-pack. That's uh... <laughs> And being chained to the wall, too. I mean, like, how do you yeah, even do like, sit-ups like that? That's rather yeah. impressive. I gotta talk to my nutritionist. I mean, dang. Yeah, obviously, I'm doing many things wrong. If uh, you know, if I don't look like that, we'll get, we'll get to his workout routine. Guys, it's all here in the AP. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it's the next morning when you guys are awakened by the the morning bell, and you know from from what Master Scourge has explained that you have until the the bell rings again to make it to the top deck, or it is a whipping. Guys, I cannot stress enough how many infractions aboard this ship equal whipping. Almost all of them, (laughs) except the ones that get you keel-hauled. So you guys are responsible to get yourselves upstairs, get to work before that that, uh, second bell. And uh, that's where we are here midship as you all are are walking up and, and here feel free Alaris if you want to uh, kind of sub rosa <laughs> maybe uh, ask if, if Cassius is one to to break in to places perhaps pick pick locked doors and the like he 
he's a, a swarthy looking pirate. Yeah, I mean, I assume she knows that she, that he has those tools, right? Yeah, you you saw her receive them. Oh, right. those were from Sandara. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she she was probably still being a little, you know, sneaky about getting them back to you. But if if you do want to share that information, that's that's easy enough. I think Alaris would probably trust uh, Cassius pretty well. I mean, he seems like he knows what pirating is all about and uh, seems like a relatively trustworthy fellow. He tells really interesting stories, at least, and she likes stories. So, yeah. Um, Yeah, I think Laris would come to uh, Cassius. Do you want me to roleplay this or no? It's up to you. Um, I think on the down low, she would kind of corner Cassius. And so, Cassius, last night I I tried to sneak in to get some of our stuff back, but the door was locked. You think you could help me with that? He, uh, maybe, maybe kind of does like in a backlight. He was like, I did not, I was not one to peg you for getting into trouble so early in our shackled state here, but I like it. There are a few things I've been meaning to nick myself and uh, I have the tools for it, but I haven't, I've been too busy smoozing with the crew as of late. Haven't had a chance to quite head down there myself. I'd be happy to join you. If you are you know your way around a lockpick, you can borrow mine and I'll stand guard while you do it. Or if you need help, I'm happy to land a hand. I welcome an ally. Thank you. Speaking of nicking things below deck, this is brought to you by Manscaped with a 3.0. <laughs> that would be a great transition. If Wouldn't that be great? That. that would have been... That's better than most YouTube videos I see, to be honest. Not actually sponsored not by sponsored. Manscaped, yeah. I mean, not unfortunately. Not a sponsor, not a sponsor. Yeah, obviously Cassius would agree. Uh, you know, he even mentions that he is looking um, for an instrument, and he probably could piece together that you're wanting your sword back. And to be honest, he wouldn't mind something to back either. Uh, so I think he heartily agrees. Uh, is this information that uh, Cassie Similaris is saying freely in front of Kendoso and Honto as you guys are, are walking up? Or are you? I, I think she said that she cornered me somewhere, so my guess would be no. Yeah, I, I think she would ask Cassius specifically. Mm-hmm. I mean, Can, it well, might Kendoso be dangerous and, if you're trying to sneak around with four people, but. What about to say it? At the very least, these two can see you guys sneaking off, looking thick as thieves, because that's in, in actuality what you are. So um, great. So it's as you get up to the, the mid deck here, where you uh, unsuccessfully tried to steal into the quartermaster's that you guys are kind of stopped in your your track uh, by what looks like coming down the stairs a contingent of of pirates. Uh, at their their back, none other than Ichito Greg amongst them. This week, played by none other than Drew. My name is Ichito Greg, and I've got a full backstory. <laughs> I wrote I wrote it up between last week and this moon. I need motivation for the character. <laughs> the motivation. Your toes itches so much. Uh, Drew, you and these other roustabout pirates. I can give you your motivation currently have come to teach one of the new swabs here on the the wormwood a lesson yesterday this person literally beat the poop out of you as you knocked you unconscious you might have messed your pants uh after a certain lizard folk was set upon 
by the the first mate of the ship, Mister Plug, and you and a number of other pirates kind of came in to uh, to beat him down. But he gave you a, a split lip, mess pants, and now you and a couple of the other crew here have come to give what might be a daily beating to this this honto with the help of these other pirates. And with you here, you've got Slippery Sly Lonigan, of course, at the head of this congregation, one of the most irascible pirates on board the ship, Phipps Chumlet, and one other ni- p- pirate here that has yet to be named. Now, Tyler and Seth, you've both named one so far. Rebecca or Jabert, do you guys have a name itching <laughs> to uh, to name this this pirate? Rebecca, That's a copyrighted name. No, no, I'm totally unprepared for this. Jimothy Tippins. <laughs> what's the most? What, what's I'm the most proper pirate you ever. My seen. name is Jimothy Tippins. Now I'm here to poke you with a sword. I used to be just a friendly chimney sweep. Stop! Stop! I need a spelling. Jimothy G. Or sorry, J I M O T H Y. Tippins. T I P P I N S. Jimothy Tippins. Oh boy. I do say, old chum. I got more. I got more where that came from. This oh, this boy. looks like it's about to get heated. I didn't know I could love someone more than Itchy Toe Greg, who, who I've, I've written his name on the, the token here on Rule 20 with an exclamation point. Like, it's Itchy Toe Greg. <laughs> <laughs> He's like the most extreme of pirates. Uh, right. So, Slippery Silonical, Itchy Toe Greg, Phipps Chumlet, and Jimothy Tippins come down. And it looks like there's a, a congregation of pirates that array themselves on the stairs behind you guys. Taking taking a look in, and of course, among them, tucked, maybe just his head popping out the the stairs leading down to this deck is old Jack Scrimshaw, the the irascible preteen, and he says, "Oh boy, looks like a little violence for breakfast. I've got me a copper penny on the huge jacked up lizard breaking Greg's jaw." Uh, they seem a little taken aback as they they take you in, Honto, as they perhaps expected to find you alone, but you are walking alongside the three other members of the crew here. Drew, what does Itchy Toe Greg say in this this situation? I may smell like I smell, but at least I don't look like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Honto <laughs> uh, is like a, a, a Greek god of like a bodybuilding as far as you know, his, his uh, body is a temple, but uh, I imagine Itchy Toe Greg isn't like the most hygienic <laughs> both in, in looks I was a body. member of the Foot Fungus 5 before they turned against me <laughs> Oh no, is this the the, the Foot Fungus 4 now? <laughs> Jimothy Phipps? There's only the three. three of us left <laughs> uh, uh, As, I mean, if you make any movement to step forward, Phipps Chumlet just kind of like puts his shoulder out in front of you and maybe pushes you back a little bit. Candace is at the front here, but you guys can array yourself where you want. Phipps Chumlet says, uh, Oi, are you lot in a hurry? <laughs> the, the sailors behind you start kind of like uh, on the, the stairs, jeering and, and cheering. And uh, you see young Jack Scrimshaw indeed taking bets. He's got like a, a little pencil and like a, a notepad. It's like, 
licking it on his tongue and then writing writing something down. Uh, what do you guys do here? What do you, what do you say to this this crew? Oh, I'm gonna tell Phipps Chumlet he should step away, and I put a put a hand on his chest and I say, please, let's not do this. Um, I am told that fighting is not uh, appreciated here on the ship, and I'd rather not get in trouble on what day three or so. <laughs> this is uh, day two. <laughs> day two. I can't count very well. I'm sorry. Uh, I think uh, Hanto would kind of serpentinely slither his way to the front of, of the group and uh, uh, gently put a big mitt on Kendoso's shoulder and uh, just from the side of his snout say, this is my problem. And then he'll look at the group of pirates and then just kind of straighten himself a little bit. Like he kind of usually walks with a bit of a hunch, but he just makes himself a little bit taller as he looks them over. How tall is Honto again? Roughly seven feet, I want to say. Yeah. All right. So taller than everyone on this deck right now. <laughs> uh, boy, oh boy. Uh, Alaris, Cassius, what about you guys? I think Alaris, well, until uh, Honto came and stood in front of her, she was going to uh, look at Jimothy in the eyes menacingly and uh, say, watch yourself, Jimothy. <laughs> I do in the mirror every night. <laughs> oh, Drew, this is awkward. Uh, how do I say this? You're not Jimothy. <laughs> You'll never be Jimothy. <laughs> Drew, you're just not Jimothy material. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll take this off air and I'll explain to you why you're more of an itchy toe crank than a Jimothy. Delete the backstory I typed up while muted. <laughs> we, no, we just named Jimothy Tippins. There's no way you had time for that. <laughs> um, right, sorry. Um, Cassius, what would you like to do here? Uh, hmm. I... I Oof. What would Cassius do? I, I mean, Cassius would probably prefer not to fight. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can I like is a fight inevitable? Is does there seem to be any way to like Diplo out of this, or does this seem like this is happening? Well, it depends on what you say and what your dice roll. Uh, okay. Uh, I think Cassius would try to, you know, <laughs> there's no way he can get in between. Kentoso and Honto. They're just too big. Um, he can move so, up next to Phipps Chumlet. Yeah, or maybe he's actually just like, he actually appears from like underneath their shoulders and he's like, if I could just maybe breathe one word of conversation before we decide to do any any sort of fisticuffs here. The bell, the second bell is about to happen and this and all of you great fighters. I've seen you all fight. You're very good at it. We're not going to finish this by the time the second bell rings. And I don't want to get lashed. You don't want to get lashed. None of us wants to get lashed. And we're all going to get lashed. So why don't we do this some other time? Your words carry weight here, but your dice rolls will carry more if they're well. From what I'm hearing, Candoso and Cassius are maybe going a more diplomatic route. Whereas Honto and Alaris... Oh, they're going for intimidate. You guys want to make some rolls? Yeah, I, I realize now this was a mistake because intimidation is not my best skill. <laughs> I'm not great at it either. <laughs> great. Yeah, this yeah. So I got smart. a, ooh, I got a plus zero in diplomacy. Let's see how this goes. D- did we all choose the opposite of our better skill? <laughs> I think we all just chose the worst part. Yeah. Yeah. Eleven on diplomacy. Oh. <laughs> Honto, your, oh. your back went out <laughs> on intimidation. Yeah, rolled a one. 
Oh, oh no. no. There's a one. Oh. There it is. Yeah, you stood up too straight, too fast. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no. Hey. A four. So about on, that fight. Um, on, on the cast. Should I just, should I just like roll initiative now, or? <laughs> oh well, I'm sorry to say, guys, you've already rolled initiative because your diplomacy intimidation rolls are what we're using right now. Oh snap! Yeah, I tricked you. I tricked you so good. Bips, Chumwet, Jimothy, Itchy Toe Grads, Slippery Sly. I'm going to roll for them separately as well. Uh, but starting this combat, Phipps Chumwet is, is going to throw a punch right over and in your way, Honto, as he's had enough of your lip and he's not intimidated by some big green lizard. He was not one of these sailors that was in the fight yesterday, but, oh, he wishes he was. Uh, so first part of this combat is going to be, boom, him striking out and... 13 on the dice. What is your armor class? That would be 18. That is just a hit. Some non-lethal damage coming your way. A fist mm -hmm. in your face. Cool. It's three, a big face. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> three points of non-lethal damage. As he, yeah, he catches some scales, catches a cheek here. You feel it redden and get, a, get hot. Quick question for you. Um, is... Uh, this is probably only relevant for me because I think I'm the only character that's taken damage so far in this campaign. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, are we healed or am I, I don't know how much time has passed or how much of an opportunity I've had to come. I, I was missing three hit points. Uh, great question. I believe that uh, with just regular rest, it's the same as first. So what about just one hit point back? Yeah. Okay. Were, was that non-lethal damage that you had taken? I don't remember at this point. It's been Probably. a couple weeks. I think I was getting whacked by a sap, so I would have to imagine yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, does that heal back at twice the rate? I forget, if not lethal. Oh, we'll look it up in a second here. Let me. Yeah, it's fine. Let me it's throw. Fine. Yeah, whatever. It's just your life. <laughs> we'll let me, let me throw fine. folks in the initiative order here. Alrighty. So, while Phipps has thrown the first punch, seems like the, the rest of his crew wasn't. Uh, ready maybe for, for this fist fight to break out. Uh, Alaris, you are next in the initiative role with that 17 on Intimidate. What would you like to do? Would it be possible for her to jump up on one of these boxes right here? Yeah, make me... Uh, I'll, I mean, not really uh, so much need to jump. It could be a, a climb check or I'll, I'll even allow acrobatics for this for just kind of like walking across them and, and keeping your balance on the the swaying ship and these rickety crates i think you mean doing a backflip to go up there right well, if that's if that's the style you wanted oh my goodness <laughs> you've rolled a 23 yeah yeah you do a <laughs> you do a triple lindy <laughs> backwards on top of it oh boy uh okay yeah so up there easy enough while up there um she is now going to take two uh two strikes with her hand crossbow. Do I have to take that out? Is that an action? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I have, have to that take that out in. and then take one shot. Yes? Uh, yeah, so you're pulling out a weapon? They, they don't have weapons. Uh, they're, uh, they're rocking yeah. their fists. I've got uh -oh. a weapon. <laughs> uh -oh. Oh, no! <laughs> she doesn't mess around! <laughs> who, who are you shooting? Uh, Jimothy, because that's who I was trying to intimidate. <laughs> Okay, go right ahead. Yes. Enjoy your enjoy your ten minutes on the podcast, Timothy. 
that's a that's a twelve. Ooh, Jimothy's too fast for you, and he like just jerks his neck out of the way, and that small crossbow buries itself in the the wood, maybe uh, <laughs> by the stairs where uh, a, a young. Jack Scrimshaw is taking bets, and he's like, "Oh, the bets just got more spicy, I think." Well, <laughs> Alaris just... kills someone. Alaris <laughs> reiterates, "I told you to watch yourself, Jimothy." Oh my goodness, Cam Doso, you are next. All right, let's see here. So, um, I've got a hand on uh, Phipps Chumlet here. Is Phipps Chumlet wearing uh, any metal armor? Out of out of curiosity. Definitely not. Definitely not. Okay, good. More uh, rags than anything on this guy. He, he looks pretty uh, gross. Perfect. Then I'm just gonna I'm just gonna uh, drop a little. Uh, let's see. One second. I need to make sure I understand a thing. <laughs> and that's only for until the start of next turn. Okay. Yeah. That sounds good. Um, I'm going to uh, say like like be like, well, you were warned. And I zap in electric arc. Ooh, what's this? Uh, it's a cantrip. Uh, huh? He gets to make a, a little, uh, to make a little um, saving throw. DC 17. A reflex. It seems high. Ooh, my. An arc of lightning leaps from target to another, and you deal electricity damage. Yeah, so I, so I actually oh picked two, two different people. Oh, who's so the second? Going Phipps and... Uh, we'll go Jimothy. <laughs> All right. Uh, Phipps is able, he's he's grounded right now because he has made the save. Um, <laughs> on, and what did I roll here? 11 for Jimothy. Yeah, these pirates are, are fast. They're fleet on their feet. These are two saves. Okay, cool. So they each take half damage. And what is that? That will be boop, 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 boop. Uh, so regular damage is seven, so each mm -hmm. one takes three. Okay, still very shocking. That, uh, I mean, that's like a cattle prod to each of them. Yeah. Arcing through your, your fingers, and we see maybe just for a moment, Kendoso's eyes go white and yeah. a little little sparkle, a little uh, twinge of electricity at the, yeah. the corners. And I'm going to, uh, for as a single action, guidance. Ooh, on yourself? Yeah. If I have to make any skill check or saving throw, I just get a little plus one. Great. And that is going to bring us to these pirates' turns. You see almost all of them here uh, looking very frightened, very uh, taken aback by the, the show of force here. And uh, the, well, the first to run away is Ichito Greg, who just runs straight up the stairs after seeing, <laughs> seeing maybe the, the anger in Honto's eyes. Uh, followed by Slippery Sly Lonegal, who just like puts uh, puts her hands up and, and runs. And then, your drill. <laughs> this is not what I had in mind for this character arc. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, Rebecca decided to try and murder you. <laughs> Come uh, on, Patrick. Let me get some of that tough acting ten action. Let me get me sold out. <laughs> well, finally, uh, Jimothy Tippins. I'll allow you to just once. Rocket Jimothy Tippins uh, running away. Line. 
<laughs> oh my! Okay, that's why. <laughs> that's why I didn't give you the power before. That's Jimothy Tippins forever, Drew. Forever. I don't know much about Jimothy Tippins. I just know with a name like that, he is an orphan. That is for sure. <laughs> oh, Jimothy Tippins. Uh, great. Uh, uh, we still have someone here, though. Fitz Chumla is not running. He gets shocked by Candoso and seems taken aback. Uh, he was coming down here to teach Honto a lesson, but after he he sees you take that shot, Valeris, with a concealed crossbow at, at his, his good friend, Jimothy. You see Phipps pull a, a small dagger from his waist and says, uh, Oh, is that how we're going to play it then? <laughs> Let's get to it. Uh, Drew, I feel bad that your your main man, Ichiko Greg, here ran away. Why don't you roll me two attack rolls? All right. Just 2d20. I'll tell you what happens. Oh, here we go. Here we are. I've got to do it like this. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, there's an 11. Oh, no. And true. there's a natural 20. <laughs> oh, someone's going to die. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. That's not good. Uh, great. So that That's is not your. Guaranteed to be a critical in this system. <laughs> uh, the 20 is, yeah. The 20 is a crit. I don't Even think it is. This is uh, like, it still has to bypass the AC by a certain amount, right? Uh, you yes. might be thinking of Starfinder because a 20 is a 20 still. Mm, no, I don't think so. I think in PF2E, critical hits are determined by if you mm. are. It, it's kind of like a critical success. I think if it's. Maybe it's a natural. Maybe is it? Is it not both? Or, when you I make an might, attack and all natural both? twenty, or if the attack exceeds the target's AC by ten, not both, you achieved a critical success known as a critical hit. Okay, so it's both. Okay, okay, so it is both. Yeah, okay. If you bypass by a certain amount or roll a twenty, got it. Uh, I will say that's Starfinder rules you're thinking of, and I, I like where you're thinking because this could not be a critical hit in Starfinder because. No. While it's a natural 20, uh, you, as the second attack here, this is at a minus four for a finesse weapon. Um, and then it's added to his bonus. This is coming at you, Candoso. What is your armor class? It is armor. 15. 15. Oh, yeah, that's a critical hit. Drew, why don't you roll me 2d4? You uh, just got gutted. Oh, that's a three and a one. All right. That is six points of damage as he shivs you right in the side, Candoso. Oof. Oh, my, my, my. So what was that? Was the first attack a hit? Uh, the 11 on the dice. Oh, I guess I should have asked that first. That That is also a hit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Sweet. Good. Thank you for reminding me. We're rolling another D4. The four. Oh, max damage. <laughs> five. Five damage. That first one sticks you as well, but the second one, ooh, it's it's deep in there. Ooh, I'm bloodied. <laughs> and it that's... turns out all Patrick needs is someone from the cast on his side to do some real damage to a character. <laughs> that's all it takes. Uh, let's go ahead and continue on to Cassius Bell. You see this Phipps Chumlet. Uh, I mean, he looks a little cornered. Looks like he's trying to protect himself at this point. Patrick. Mm-hmm. Is, can I make a skill check to figure out about how many combat rounds we have before the bell goes off? At this point, you you talked for a little bit before this first punch flew, but I will say after you know hearing uh, the the bells the the previous morning, it's about a minute between bells, so not a lot of time to get roused and get on the top deck. Uh, okay, 
first thing we're gonna do is we're gonna try to uh we are gonna try to tumble through against your reflex dc go right ahead oh 10's not gonna do it it will not he yeah he's a, a big beefy lad old old chumlet and uh, uh he just stops you right as you're trying uh, to get by okay well Bodies, then yeah. if i maybe I, I really just want to get by him are, are you trying to run away pretty much oh well you know what cassie's doesn't like being beaten so yes uh especially now that everybody else is gone um what i will try to do is trip this guy let's see if we can't just trip him to the ground maybe that will dissuade him from any further mm-hmm. let me throw let me throw an athletics out there does a 15 beat your reflex dc it does not <laughs> you're trying everything to get around or to get this man down and nothing's working um all right well then when all else fails uh punch him in the face i guess okay let's see <laughs> let's see what this dice roll says Alright. This uh Oh my gosh. Wow, just like three. There's a four. This one is a eight. I don't think a fourteen is gonna hit you. Fourteen is just a hit. Oh, well that's nice. Yeah. Uh uh and fists are what, one D four? D four, yeah. Don lethal. Hey, max damage. Okay. Those uh, were all just distractions up until that point. <laughs> no, no, no bonus to your, your strength? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, six points of damage. Okay. All right. A little bit more. Let me do some calculations here. Ooh, he is he's still up, but uh, you land a, a pretty solid blow, and he's he's uh, almost staggered here. Bring it to Sahanto with the, the one in the initiative counts. Indeed. Um, Seth, oh no. <laughs> oh no, you've made another good friend here. For sure. Uh, so he has a dagger, right? He does. He's Let's brandished. Open. Let's open up with a disarm. Oh boy. So this is going to be a uh, athletics versus uh, reflex DC. You know, it's a good way to disarm him. <laughs> that is uh, tweet the disarm. <laughs> that is a 20. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. What what's the the DC Hulu for a uh, disarm? Uh reflex DC. Oh yeah, that's beaten. Okay. Is it a critical success? It is not. So okay. You've, you've uh knocked it out of his hand, right? No. So with a success, you weaken your opponent's grasp on the item until the start of that creature's turn attempts to disarm the creature uh, that opponent uh, of the same item get a plus two bonus and the target takes a minus two circumstance penalty to attacks with the item. So yeah, you've maybe grasped at his wrists, maybe applied some pressure to a few points and I was like, can barely yeah. hold this thing. Okay, uh, that's interesting. Failing to do that, he will then enter wolf stance and then I'm mm-hmm. going to attack him twice using flurry of blows. <laughs> oh goodness gracious. So oh, uh, first no. attack is a crit. Okay. Bye. Bye, Oh, no. And the second hit is a crit. What? What? I, I'm walking away as quickly as possible. I do not want to be in this group for this. Bye. Bye, everybody. Cassius is up the stairs. Up the stairs. Jim and Peterson and uh, Itchy Toe Greg are just hear what's going on outside. They're just thankful they're not down there for the Honto, Honto just... Hondo just redid a scene from Lake Placid. So I'm just looking at the damage rolls here, Seth. 
That's um, a total of 32 damage. <laughs> you've, you've crushed his skull. Like you've rammed his nose back through his brain pan. And it's a pile like the, of mush that hits the ground. I, 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 so I, I see it as like, uh, he does the disarm and it kind of flows into like a, a spin and he backhands him, shattering his skull, as you indicated, and then he kicks mm-hmm. him back into some barrels. There is, a, there is a wet, sick sound coming from his throat. But, I mean, you're looking at basically the the, the walking dead here on the ground. Um, running down the stairs is a Sandara Quinn, uh, our, our pirate friend who, who healed you up. And um, she says... Uh, you, you all need to get to the the top deck right now. This will be a keel hauling for you, Hanto, if if he doesn't live. And she's she's pointing to for you guys to run up upstairs. Solaris, for her part, is going to, I mean, stand shocked for a moment and then quickly run up the stairs, making very suspicious eyes at Hanto as she goes. It's like the best <laughs> thing in the world on one hand, because you yeah. roll two natural 20s back to the back, which is, what, one in 400 chance? But it's also the most inopportune <laughs> <laughs> in the history of this AP. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, like on the final boss, that'd be great. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. On fifth jump. <laughs> Cassius looks around just flabbergasted and then it's like oh look a dagger and he picks it up <laughs> and then runs <laughs> um so so is Phibs dead right now uh he does not look good do you want to see if you, you can apply yeah. some kind of healing yeah, as well because that's that's what Sandar is doing she's like praying over his body yeah I'll drop down and, and drop a heal on him um yeah so she's she's doing a little bit more than that she's like it'll be a whipping if they they catch you down here and you're not up for the bell. Okay. So then just go. Okay, I'll just go. Well, it's up it's up to you. She seems to be staying behind. Uh no, it'll be a whipping for her if she stays behind. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna see if I can get a good heal out of this thing. Uh okay, I don't know why that rolled a <laughs> I don't know why that rolled damage. Um <laughs> uh, live damage. So you you're face. using the, the heal spell. Can you use that? as a attack against undead creatures maybe that's why it's uh it's showing a potential oh maybe so that's possible um i had to type this in somehow um uh yeah so i'll what, what have you rolled let's start with that uh so on a d8 i rolled a two i can use two actions though to boost that up by eight right. so i can so i can just heal up 10 just like blam yeah, and like maybe bits of his face kind of like reform, and he like <laughs> at the same time like starts hyperventilating and starts spewing blood out of his mouth. Uh, Sandara Quinn is going to do the same basically here. Wow, healing back a, a good deal more, but it, it um, I rolled a six on a D eight, but that is gonna it, it's gonna take some more as well. Are, are you okay staying down? That she's gonna just start like applying first aid and things. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll sort of get his arm up over my over my shoulder so I can haul him up to the to the top deck. Is everyone else Cassius, Honto, Alaris? Have you guys run up to the top? So, in the aftermath of 
him defending himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hanto's just going to try to take a moment to read the room. And he, uh, he seems I mean, to understand that uh, people around him are shocked and realize <laughs> that he's in a lot of trouble Seth, <laughs> at this point. Seth, players and NPCs alike are in shock. <laughs> this, is, sure. this is the... I mean, we had that first combat in, in episode one with you, but uh, that was, what, five on one? Yeah. This may be more... <laughs> <laughs> your wheelhouse yeah. right uh, off in a gun yeah. this is likely the first you know outright murder that Alaris has ever witnessed <laughs> firsthand <laughs> so. you just tried to shoot someone with a bolt and you're complaining about the murder so she I will didn't say need to escalate it that quickly I mean while <laughs> while still non-lethal damage he went past uh, well, he went into non. Or went oh, it into- wasn't non-lethal damage. Oh, that was lethal damage. Oh yeah. Oh goodness gracious. Well, <laughs> still, he went immediately into dying three, the dying three condition, uh, and wow. Sandara Quinn had not dropped down immediately to start start healing and and using one of her very few spells per day on that her, her heal spells. Uh, yeah, he would have he would have been nearly immediately dead. Okay. Um, Cassius, wa- Cassius walks by you, and he he almost like take he takes his hat off, almost like a gesture for the dead, <laughs> and he goes, "Mate, you need to learn how to pull your punches." But thank you for the dagger. And then he puts um, his hat back on and runs, back and then, you know, walks walks up the stairs to to try and get so, up the deck before the bell. So, so Hanto is just gonna kind of scan the room, and I assume that there's yeah. eyes on him at this well, moment. Yeah, as, as you get up upstairs. Well, There's no, no, like, I mean, before uh, he goes upstairs, he's going to make sure that people saw what he did. Yeah, brush oh, yeah. Hand, yes! His, he'll brush his hand across his chest, and then he'll go upstairs. Uh, yeah, there's, I mean, people on the stairs, and they, like, part like Moses in front of the Red Sea as you start striding forward. I imagine one, cl- no, both claws, you threw two attacks, a flurry of blows, claws dripping, uh, Phipps, Chumlet, blood but you guys can make it to the top deck here and every other pirate is like you know either deathly silent or uh rumor mongering <laughs> talking about the uh, the one-two punch uh Candosa, you can get an arm under phipps chumlet who is still unconscious but alive maybe we've gotten down here to the dying one condition as sendara is uh is bandaging him up, but it, this is going to make you late to that second bell. Now these things happen. Uh, Sandara will appear underneath his his other arm and uh, bring him forward, and, and you guys see maybe 10, 15 seconds after that second bell, the, the three of them appear, and she just kind of drops Pip's chumlet on the ground and will start, like, uh, sidling away, maybe gesturing for you to do the same. Yeah, <laughs> just, just back away. He's fine. He's fine. It's it's just a headache. Seasick. Fell out, fell out of his hammock. Fell out of his hammock. <laughs> fell down. It's as uh, as the second bell rings, Mister Plug is you know like walking around, just kind of inspecting everyone. Uh, you know, people are formed into to lines and their their groups, swabs and riggers and things like that. Um. Itchy Toe Greg, I imagine Drew <laughs> nearly just saw Phipps Chumlet murdered, and now he's like lying <laughs> on the deck. Uh, I should call uh, him the Crimson Hangnail. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> Phipps Chumlet? <laughs> yeah, yep. 
um, Mr. Plug gets to where uh, he sees Phipps Shumlet bleeding on the ground and and sees Sindara Quinn and, and Kendoso getting up here to deck late and just kind of looks over you all disheveled and one of you covered in in blood, perhaps blood on, on both your hands, Kendoso, as well as Sindara, and says... Uh, I point to I point to Phipps Chumlet and say, he was late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, Mr. Plug will kind of bend down and inspect, like put his ear to Phipps Chumlet's... I mean, it's still a bloody mess, his, his face. It looks like his his nose has been splayed out like a uh, like a you know a cooked chicken across his face uh, broken and split in places and uh, he hears that he's breathing and just kind of like drops his head on the, the top deck and looks over to Master Scourge and says Master Scourge if I am not mistaken all crew are required to be on the top deck by the second bell is that correct? Master Scourge pulls out his whip and says that is indeed correct, Mr. Plug. Then says, uh, go about your business. That is a whipping on the main post. Uh, and that's what we get to start the day with. You guys getting uh, getting a good whipping. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, is Hanto able to step forward and, and speak? Oh, what, what does Hanto have to say about this? He's going to call it after Mr. Plug and say, that won't be necessary. Well, why is that, Livid? He points to the broken body of the person that he almost killed just now and says, this man tried to stop us from getting to deck on time. If anybody should be punished, it should be him. And since I know that you won't whip him, you can whip me instead. How about whipping for everyone, you included? There are, of course, a number of pirates who will step up to menace you to get to that main mast. Uh, but they also pull now Phipps Chumlet up and Tie his hands to yours around the mast. Yay, everyone gets a whipping. He's going to look at Sandara and Kendo, so like, just give them both like a, a meaningful look before complying. <laughs> Yay. Oh, Drew, here's here's uh, Mr. Plug. I forgot you, you haven't seen uh, some of this art. There's a lot of characters on the deck here. <laughs> Mr. Plug. Characters on this deck right now. It's tough to... Hmm. He looks nice. And this is the... Master at Arms, Master Scourge, with a big old whip. He's coming, coming for him. So, um, <laughs> I mean, Phipps Chumlet is like barely semi-conscious as he's he's dragged, and they have to throw a rope around him multiple times to uh, to keep him upright here. Uh, maybe gains consciousness just for a second and sees he's lashed right next to you, Honto, and there's like a fear and an understanding that happens as the <laughs> cracks and uh, he sees you next to him. Are we weakened at Chumlets right now? No, but this is, yeah, this is um, some non-lethal damage coming to him, which uh, it's about six points of damage. It brings him right down to unconsciousness. Let's do a couple, just two lashes for Candoso. Nine points non-lethal. How is Candoso, Jabert? Unconscious. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, and you don't worry. You've got a a, a, a sleeping buddy with Phipps Chumlet. <laughs> uh, and a couple for Sandara, who grits her teeth and, and lets out not a peep as she takes hers. Honto, two for you. 
alcohol, he seems to go light and barely draws blood with five five points of damage. And that's the start of day two, everyone. <laughs> Yay! I was about to say, maybe this will be a, a fairly ordinary day. You just knock Pip's jumblet unconscious, you move on. <laughs> but it's a pirate's life for us. Yeah. For the uh, record, Alaris is standing on the sidelines watching all of this happen, but please know that she feels really, really guilty right now. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, not guilty enough to step forward and be whipped. I'm, so. I'm peeing in all your soups later. <laughs> Ooh, that's some prestidigitation yeah. uh, with some magic <laughs> uh, soup flavor. It might taste better. Who knows? <laughs> More sterile, I guess. There's got to be some vitamins in there. Okay, so that's the start of this day. Um, I want to get into some more pirate action here, but this is the start of a, a fairly long week of monotony. As uh, besides this fun, well, I should say, word spreads of what happened mid deck, and some of the pirates give Honto a little more space, and maybe by. Um, association, the the three of you, at least space enough to get your daily tasks done. We have talked off air about what some of them are, you know, talking to other pirates, um, kind of finding your place on the ship, trying to fit in uh, as a cog in this massive machine. So in short order, we see you, you know, piling line, uh, coiling rope, swabbing the deck, Alaris running those lines up the top sail, Candoso drunkenly becoming a master chef as Ambrose Croup once again sleeps soundly on the floor of the galley. There's meals, cups of grog, more carousing below decks as then you all hit the hammock, sack out, then we hear that bell on the main deck ring and ring again, and you're back at it for day three. And the same thing, day four, swab the decks, raise the sails, salt the stew, down that grog before you hitting the head. Bells ringing and starting again. During this time, you all meet some new faces. You become friends with some more of the crew. Those who are not outright hostile towards you, at least, are very impressed with your, your handling of Phipps Chumlet and the crew. Phipps Chumlet, by the way, cannot help but look at you as he recovers his wounds over the next day with nothing but hatred. Maybe a good deal of fear uh, spiced on top of it, but especially Honto, who obviously was sucker punched or something into unconsciousness during that fight. Um, but I want to talk uh, first about some of the things that you guys did in our our, our roles off air, um, including influencing some of these other pirates. Um, first, starting with Alaris. Uh, over the course of this montage up in the rigging, raising the sails, we see you chatting with a um, a Gurundi fisherwoman from the Sodden Lands who has no shoes and is therefore given the name Barefoot Sam's Toppin. I've got art for just about every name character thus far. Uh, she is down. I have her on the low deck if you want to take a look. Nice. Another female rigger uh, like you, and maybe on this second day, you notice that she seems to also have a, a bit of a, a fear of heights, like the first time you got up into the, the sails, and you're able to bond with her, and over the next day or so, talk her up uh, to where she, you and her are 
uh, good friends, and she becomes helpful, um, willing to help you out, as noted by, I've got a little icon next to her. And I'm also, you know, I'm just going to change the, I've, I've got a little aura border around some of these characters in Roll20. Um, helpful ones, I'm, I'm turning blue. Just about everyone else is red here. But now her and Sindara Quinn. Do you, do you see yourself having uh, a good friend on board, Alaris? Someone maybe besides these four, uh, other three that you, you were press ganged with? Well, just seeing the art for Barefoot Sam's Top, and I can imagine that she and Alaris would probably get along because she has a really cute outfit. <laughs> well, yep, you both are dressed to the nines. But uh, yeah, she just doesn't like to feel leather or anything between her foot and the, the rigging. She just doesn't feel like she's got a good grip on it. Uh, moving on to Cassius. Cassius, Tyler, you become friends with some of your influence roles with a certain ferret-faced halfling with gangly arms and missing three fingers on a hand by the name of Ratling, uh, Ratline Ratsburger. And cool. Drew, guess what? <laughs> That's your next your next character arc is... Hey, listen. You Rat know what happens. <laughs> that is exactly... <laughs> Wait, is this just Mac? <laughs> no. Mac who? It's a family name. It'll happen in like 400 years. I feel like there's a huge gap in my memory about when it's going to happen. <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, that's... that's uh, He is... Ooh. Claims to be the, the best rat catcher on board the ship. And uh, maybe Cassius, you and him are assigned to the task and, and scare some of the rats into the waiting hands of whatever it is chained up on the mid deck behind hey. those crates. Look, that guy, he's super cut. He says it's just a snack, but I think it's part of some bigger diet plan he's got. <laughs> yeah, the, the rat I diet. would have to agree. There's There'd be creatine in them rats, I think. Um, Honto, during this time, maybe not a lot of people willing to make friends with the extremely frightening and <laughs> violent lizard folk. Um, but do you think you think you might uh, open up a little bit to, to Cassie Fell or and, or Candoso, Alaris, who who defended you mid deck? Uh, for those that have uh, defended and helped him, he's the a number which is very small. Uh, to them, he feels a, a bit of trust and, and a little gratitude, yes. I think Jack Scrimshaw might try to make friends with you and pretend... He is not included. Pretend like he, uh, you're his bodyguard. <laughs> At least that's that's the rumor that he's been spreading around deck and mess with Jack. Hanto doesn't you get like... Hanto. Hanto doesn't like or dislike Jack Scrimshaw. He nothings Jack Scrimshaw. <laughs> Oi. <laughs> Um, and then we get to Candoso, who, Jabert, you've you've made some roles here, but one of the things that you explained to me from last week is as shipmates, uh, as you're looking around the galley, you find a lot of alcohol just secreted away, um, cooking sherry, some, some more rum, some grog, things like that, just all over the place. It seems like Ambrose Croup is, like, preparing for the apocalypse. <laughs> I'm using a little bit of that to sort of like patch up my wounds and stuff. But. Uh, yeah, you can indeed use some of that because there's some some pirates on this ship. I don't know if you know this that like their hooch. And we've made some some diplomacy and influence checks for you. And 
you have made friendly. <laughs> you have become friends with Ambrose Croup, the, the ship's chef, the quartermaster Cutthroat Grok, uh, Contrabar Schwartzstone, who we met last week, and you make friends with uh, one last named Tilly Brackett, a, a foul-mouthed pirate who likes her rum and enjoys it being secreted to you. Perhaps has grown a little enamored of the the giant uh, Ramadoom gentleman who uh, who's got a supply. Um, and yeah, in a way, you kind of turn into like the red of this Shawshank uh, prison. <laughs> like you're the the guy who can like get people maybe uh, maybe some food, some hooch, whatever <laughs> they need from the the galley. Uh. I also have a big a big injury over my eye where somebody hit me with a lock. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, was, her name was Tilly. Oh, Tilly Brackett. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, let me just line up mid deck all four of these people that you've uh, you've made friendly. Oh, uh, not good friends. Yeah, you've rolled a, a great deal of of those rolls. Um, right, and we need to get back to some of the other actions you guys have taken between last week and this week. Uh, sneaking, sneaking around the ship. In the same montage we see at night, or maybe while you're shirking off your day duties and sneaking below deck, all three of Cassius, Alaris, and Honto, who were not making friends at this time, <laughs> like Candoso, but sneaking about the ship, kind of getting a lay of the land. Do you think the three of you would kind of like share notes and like not go over someplace that uh, the other has already like snuck down and, and inspected or you, you, you see yourself doing this mostly by yourself. I think it's easier to sneak by yourself. I think that that would be Alaris's way of thinking yeah. of it, but would definitely share notes. I mean, sure, at this sure. point, I feel like we're allies. We're in it together. I mean, we've dug a hole for ourselves. Um, I mean, do, do Cassius and uh, Alaris trust Honto at this point? Oh, <laughs> uh... Well, trust maybe not. Want you on their want you on his side? Absolutely. Yeah, that's about where I am. It's it's so, like Yeah. I mean, I don't want you bashing my head in, so we're going to be friends. <laughs> um, because I do know, I do I do know that with one of my roles uh during the week, it was um very low. So there's a good <laughs> chance that he was probably spotted sneaking around by one of you at least. That sounds like uh, metagaming. <laughs> um, well, Cass hey. So Cassius's main entrance is the the quarters of the ship officers. Mm -hmm. um, he probably wouldn't share that with people. Um, but if he sees anything else, like yeah, he would he would share that for sure. Um, but if like if 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 Honto um, or Laris were to ask, you know, oh, did you see anything, you know, from Master Scourge or whatever, he'd probably yeah. just oh. say no. If you do just want to do it separately, let's just we'll, we'll go through a little bit of it real quick. We see Cassius sneak in midship one night, passing the stairs that lead to that top deck where uh, where we had the the fight on day two. To the the back stairs here mid-deck that lead to the officer's quarters. And if you dare kind of uh, move up them to take a peek late at night, you might see someone like a Master Scourge in one of these hammocks in the, the officer's quarter, Mr. Plug, some of the other officers there. But um, I'm going to reveal that on the map for you. Part of this area in the middle that has kind of been covered. 
as this is the officer's quarters here, Tyler, to see where this is on mm-hmm. the map. Yep. So you can just get like a, a an angle in, in seeing from down below. But if you if you try for one of these stairs, it is comedically loud and squeaky. <laughs> You're pretty sure moving up them would rouse someone. But maybe the next night you come back here and you, you take a listen. Uh, make, make a perception check for me. Sure. These are always so terrifying to roll. Uh, but a 16 is not... I mean, mm-hmm. roll to 10. It's about 50% of what I'm capable of. <laughs> about. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you might be able to tarry under the stairs and get yourself in a position where you can catch a lot of uh, some of the drifting voices coming from the room above and you hear the unmistakable lisp of Mr. Plug talking to... Uh, to someone else, you know, talking about how they will break that damned lithered bastard before too long. My cat of nine hasn't met a foe it can't beat it. Cool. Um, I mean, I feel like Honto is already well aware of his antithesis towards <laughs> Mr. Plug, so that's no, that's not news to him. <laughs> no, but speaking... I didn't realize I was literally creating a whipping boy for you, Patrick. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Day one, you're when you when when you're in action to move up the ropes. I was, I was looking at the UP. It's like Mr. Plug just comes over and starts beating on whoever doesn't climb the rigging. I was like, oh. I didn't say that it, it didn't make sense. Yeah. At least <laughs> we see Honto one of these nights sneaking past the stairs where you found the tar and feathered um, man chained to the wall here to the very short set of steps that lead up to a small landing going towards the captain's cabin. Um, Seth, as your character sneaks up these stairs, I just want to see how sneaky you are. Um, make me a stealth check, and at the same time, a perception check. Uh, one of those stealth perception checks. All right. Double duty here. It's 21 mm. on stealth. Very good. That's these steps here, mid-deck, you can see on the map. And 13 on perception. Not the greatest. Uh, great. So you are able to, to get to the, the top of these these steps here and looking around you see um, I mean maybe a few (laughs) steps squeak but you're very quiet in getting up to this short stoop of a landing where you see it looks like the door to the captain's cabin it has a sturdy metal banded oak door reinforced with the metal bars across it and uh, set into it built into this door is one of the most ornate complicated and heavy-duty looking locks uh, you've ever seen it is indeed the master lock uh, something definitely well outside your capabilities without uh, a lock picking set to uh, to open um, yeah that's that's what you see there uh, you can report back down and now we need to get we need to get back to Alaris Rebecca uh, making another attempt for for your belongings I imagine in the the quartermasters store oh yes for sure uh make me another d100 roll just higher than 25 is what we need 35 okay good 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 so let's so this is where the the quarters master store is and this night that you go back maybe night uh two or three it is indeed unlocked and let me tell you what you see here uh so stealing inside the room you see six large uh, locked chests, a, a massive barrel of rum, and the bucket in which the evening rations are handed out. 
uh, you, you're able to shut the door behind you here. You see a, a candle on a side crate that you can alight. Once you go ahead and make me a perception check, and I'll tell you what you see. Oh no, that's a natural one for a six on perception. It's dark in here, and not a lot that you can can perceive here in the darkness. But um, Hilarious, what do your half elf eyes see? You, you notice <laughs> yeah, she a couple does have low light vision. If that helps, <laughs> it, it is low light, so that's very good. But a couple of the locks seem to be fairly simple on these chests. And three of them, pretty pretty good or average uh, size locks, a little beefier. And then one of them seems to be broken. It's like hanging loose. So you just have to take it off. Uh, I think she'll start with the one that's broken. Somebody sure. wanted to get into that. Uh, as you unhinge, <laughs> unhinge it, you know, it, it does seem like it just doesn't lock. Maybe like uh, someone tried to put it on and it fell off. Um, but as you... Uh, you know, silently take it off, put it on the side, and lift open the 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 top of the chest. Here you have a mechanical spring, a very heavy-duty kind of latch creaking. Everything that happens next happens at super speed, as you have indeed triggered a trap that, once again, we have someone oh, no. who might die here on the podcast <laughs> very oh. early. An arrow is making its way towards your chest. I need you to make a very important reflex save for me. Oh, you're fast. You got this. It is my best save. That's a 20. Your best save. <sighs> yeah. Okay. You just, like, limbo out of the way of this <laughs> this arrow. Maybe it goes, like, right between your your chest and in your arm as you, you juke out of the way. Uh, let's just see how much damage it would have been as it hits the back door. Oh, just seven points. You would have been living. <laughs> uh, rolled low. How many hit points do you have in, in total? Uh, 17. Okay. So it could have been lethal if I rolled like max damage, but this this arrow embeds itself in the kind of um, the quartermaster's door here. But, oh boy, opening it up. Uh, there's a number of items in this chest. What looks like a, almost an alchemical chest. There is what looks like magical potions. You find a climber's kit, a disguise kit, um, easily marked flasks of holy water. There's a magnifying glass, a set of poor manacles, and some lesser tanglefoot bags. I'm gonna drop all this and we'll have to set up some some loot channel. Oh no, we already have one in our Discord. <laughs> I forgot, it's called uh, Pirate's Booty. <laughs> uh, so that that's what you get here. And that's, uh, I think with the arrow might be enough. Um, uh, I don't know if you'll have enough time to open up one of these other ones as nearly wounded and still a little shaken by that. Do you want to, to empty this chest or do you want to pull any of these items out? Um, I think she'd probably just take it all. She didn't mm -hmm. have anything right now. <laughs> and not knowing exactly what's going to be useful to other people, uh, she'll, she'll probably just loot it all and then maybe return some stuff later on yeah. if we don't need it. My Tanglefoot bags are missing. What? They're back! <laughs> we we also uh, did some rolls for you to potentially steal from other pirates on the the, the mid-deck here, some of the other swabs and things like that. We can we can do some more of this off-air, but you can put your ill-gotten gains in your own chest and lock it up with a, a simple lock, but everyone else has the same simple locks on their chests, 
So if you wanted to target, say, an Ichito Greg, like you intimated, or change targets to a, a fifth Chumlet or your your new nemesis, Jimothy, <laughs> Jimothy <laughs> yes. Tippins, you can. Uh, but we'll we'll talk about what you, you roll up there and then. Um, I want to I fast forward a little bit on maybe the the fourth day here. Um, Drew, you've had some time now to to wrap your head around la- Ratline Ratsburger. Uh, t- tell us a little bit about this Ashley. <laughs> well, it's just trying to to make it in this world. You know, it's 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 one of those things where he's he's living on a ship. He's he's got the world at its fingertips, but he's you know it's all a matter of where the ship goes and what the ship does. <laughs> uh, you're you're pretty good friends with Tyler's character Cassius at this point. What do you guys? What what, what do you think uh, a Rasperger has to uh, to chat with the Driftwood Pirate himself, Cassius? Look, we play cards and we both cheat. It's fine. <laughs> Is that true, Cassius? I. He knows it's true. He knows it's true. Doesn't even try to deny it. <laughs> that so yeah, that that second night after uh, your your friends got uh, got whipped, uh, you're just like telling pirate tales again and, and gambling with with Ratline by your side. Uh, we see like a, a whole flock of people around Candoso, very very excited to talk to him. But it's on this fourth day as we we, we catch up with with everyone that. Work has gone back to normal, um, swabbing the deck, but it is interrupted by a, a shout, an ear-piercing shout, as Jack Scrimshaw rushes onto deck, and you see his face ashen as he runs straight over to Master Scourge, Mr. Plug, and says, Oi! Me was on me rat catching duties for the day, sir, and I cornered one of them down in the bilge water, but when I went to nab him, a bigger one came on up to me and bit me on the ankle, he did. Nearly gnawed me leg off! Uh... Mr. Plug investigates and sees that there is indeed a bloody wound on the preteen's ankle. He whispers something in Mr. Scourge's ear, and the Master of Arms says, Listen here, we need someone to go down to the villages and, and clear her of rats. Let's see who I haven't sent down there in some times. His hands go over the crowd, and he points over at Candoso, dumping a load of, of refuse from the, the kitchen overboard, chumming the waters with fish guts. Ponto and Cassius washing down the deck. And then over to Ratline Ratsburger, of course, the ship's master rat catcher. And finally, oddly, up to where you're coiling line, Alaris. Very odd for you to be given a swab's duties as you're a, a rigger, but uh, Mr. Plug calls you down as well. And uh, Master Skirt says, You five, on the double, make your way down to the bilges and let nothing down there escape alive. We got a child eating rat on the loose and he needs to be taken care of. Even at sea, you can't escape the rat killing quest. I'm uh, sl- I'm just like sort of quietly sort of marking a thing off of my to-do list, which is find more meat. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> it's really high protein and will get you jacked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm actually going to change maps for us and bring you guys to the the bilges, which if you don't know on a ship is the very bottom deck. It's like a tiny basement. (laughs) Oh wait, I brought Jack Scrimtron to uh, Ratlin's burger. Oh no, how did I make this error? (laughs) Jack's dead. 
Drew, where's your character find find him? There's too many here. Oh no. I, I don't know, man. I I don't really have so much control over this game. Why they're like there are like 30 or 40 pirates in this AP. Alright, here you go. Hey, there we are. Uh right, so the bilges is indeed the the kind of like undercarriage of the ship. Um the only thing underneath it is water. You're below the water line here, and it shows as this part of the ship is a little leaky. Almost all the water that um, comes in everywhere on the ship kind of will make its way down here. And as you step down from the ladder leading here, you're in about knee-high water. It seems like it hasn't been pumped today at all. And it is fairly fetid water as maybe some of the crew's waste and things like that will will somehow make its way down here. It smells terrible. Oh, why don't you guys give me a perception check? Look around. Ye old bilges. I used to tell people to go pump the bilges. I never liked coming down here. That's another natural one for Alaris on perception. She is just not perceptive today. Oh. Uh, four for Cassius. I think he's too dis- I think he's too worried about the fecal matter getting into his clothes. Uh, 15 for, for Hanto. Probably uh, feeling the closest at home looking through knee-deep water as is typical back in this homeland. Mm, yeah, no, that's a good explanation from it. Uh, you know why, indeed, I'm asking you to, to look around these bilges as, as you're peeking about a, a very large rat who seems very well acquainted with the water uh, will swim up next to you. And then another, and then another. Oh, it's a whole family of rats, everyone. Uh, left orphaned by the the creature chained up mid-deck, uh, the, the tar and feathered man who, who ate their mother. We have five giant rats coming at you, and we're in combat right now. It's a rat party. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, these guys, very dangerous. You know rats are gross gross as hey, well. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, poor rats. Actually, I had a pet rat, and he was very sweet. They're very clean and kind. That's actually, that's true. They're extremely clean animals. And kind. Well, that, that one depends. <laughs> uh, I, I think the, the, I think the mice are perfectly clean. It's just everywhere they go that is filthy. <laughs> it's, it's my kitchen used to be able to attest. Well, let's let's not <laughs> mix mice and rats as if they're the same thing. Uh, oh, no, I can I can tell you rats are also uh, disgusting where they live because I had one living in my grill for a while and that that thing was nasty. <laughs> oh. uh, Drew, can you make a d20 roll for me? We'll get rat line rats burger in this initiative count. That's a 17. Hey. You know for a fact that Ratline Rasperger wasn't caught off guard. You see this one coming for you, and you get to go first, Drew. Hey. <laughs> and he shows up. He crits us. He goes before us. Like, Drew's just here to steal the show, man. I know. He's really flexing on us. Uh, so you've, uh, I, I imagine Ratline Rasperger's got at least like a little shiv or some kind of uh, uh, small thing that you decapitate rats with uh like a dagger uh go ahead and you can make some attack rolls you can do whatever you want here it's it's anything goes drew you're our guest better roll a d20 and i believe it up to you to decide what happens <laughs> just don't roll that natural 20 again please okay uh, you've rolled a couple d20 for me here it looks that like... was an accident based on roll 20 so <laughs> no that's fine because 
Uh, what, what have you rolled? You've rolled fairly high. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you that. A 17, a 14, and a 9. Uh, that is two hits with this dagger. So it's uh, go ahead and roll 2d4. It's going to be plus two in total because you're just stabbing downwards at this rat. Oh, that's so good. That's a two and a one. Okay, so not very good at all. You're stabbing at the rat. It is still alive. This one right in front of you. Just about everybody's got a rat on their case right now. Uh, they're going to go now. and Everyone everyone gets a rat bite. I'm just going to go down the initiative order. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. Oh, boy. Natural 20 to start us off on, on Ratline Ratsburger. Drew, it's been an honor. Hey, you know, I I died doing the what I love. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> oh goodness gracious. Uh it is only seven points of damage. So a rat line is still up right now, believe it or not. Move but... my microphone then. Hey, we're still here. Oh, but we're hurt. It is a huge bite uh, on a, a halfling. The water is up to your chest as a a small small man, and uh, you've you've got a wound that is bleeding out. Okay, let's go down here. Honto, I've rolled a ten on the dice. I'm pretty sure that's a miss. Uh, what's your armor class? Uh, that'd be eighteen. Yes, I've missed uh, a seventeen for a Candoso. Uh, that is a hit. Candoso, this rat. Uh, just right up to your leg under the water here and uh, bites you for five damage. Cassius Vell, this one has rolled a two and cannot get through your, your fancy clothing. <laughs> and Alaris, I'm sorry, at the bottom of the turn order, this one has hit as well for um, easily three points of damage. Um, but everyone that has taken damage here, that's not, that's not the end of this turn as uh, I also need you three to make me a fortitude save. Diseases are fun. Oh, yes, you know it. they are. And tell me what you get. A 15 for Alaris. Mm-hmm. A 17 for Kendoso. And Drew, <laughs> go ahead and make me one as well. D20 roll. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, no, Ratline. <laughs> Ratline is, is uh, because of that crit hit, is indeed... Uh, well, I can't. I can't tell you what she has got, but it. I'll. I will. I'll spoil it. It's not bubonic plague, which is <laughs> like a, I'm turning into a rat or something. Like this is gonna be a long form character moment. <laughs> oh no, he's ratlining. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> he's ratlining. Uh, that is the rat's turn. Is I'm not going to bother with the second attack here. Uh, Honto, we're on to you. Hey. Um, probably worth asking at the top of the round here. Uh, how many days has it been since um, Candoso and Honto got whipped? Exactly. Um, I'm, I'm going to say at this point, it's been four days, and um, I'm sure you have been able to heal up since then, as uh, boy, Sandara Quinn isn't super stoked <laughs> with you, Honto, but under understandably, uh, she, you know, when she was watching what happened, she watched the fight. Uh, she's willing to give you aid, and that includes uh, a heal spell. Sorry, right. every, everyone's at full health when we start here, but I my my aim is that none of you will leave with full health. Cool. <laughs> nice of you to announce your intentions. Uh, yeah. So, uh, looking at the map here, uh, it appears that I have one rat within striking range. Yeah. Sorry, I'm trying to get one on everybody here. So this one is on you. Right. Right. Um. 
Okay. Uh, I will open up by switching into wolf stance. Oh, classic. Awoo. Um, and then I will uh, attack the rat nearest myself twice with a flurry of blows. Just roll. The law of averages is you've got some ones coming to you. <laughs> Please. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, not, not, not fantastic. Um, so I did roll... Uh, I did roll a uh, 10 and a 2, so I'm pretty sure that second one's going to be a miss, but that first one is 16 on the that, that is a hit. Okay, so four piercing damage with a wolf fang strike. Oh, yeah, so you can claw at this rat's back. It is still alive, though. Mm -hmm. and, and with my final bleeding. action, I'm going to take a stride and kind of put myself uh, next to uh, Cassius here. Okay, getting closer to the rat that is on him. Mm-hmm. Um, next in the turn order is Candoso. All right, let's see here. Um, uh, does Alaris have a sword on her person right now? I missed. I missed that detail. Unfortunately, no. No. no? Okay. Well, I gotta. I gotta protect Rat Lion and Alaris um, with a powerful, powerful electric arc. I'm gonna blast two dots. Zip, 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 zap, zap. That sounds dangerous in knee-deep water. <laughs> yeah. Saying. Oh yeah. No problems. Well, I'm the I'm the electricity one. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's my thing. That's my thing. So yeah, it's uh, two basic saving throws from those two. All right, these uh, rats, unfortunately, like the pirates, they are very fast. Their best best save. So first one will be for the one closest to you. Oh, they have both saved. Yeah, 15 and 19 on the dice. Either those criticals or a critical success. Mm -hmm. uh, your DC is six, 17. 17. Uh, yes, the 19 is a critical success. All right, so that one takes no damage. Yeah, so that's the one on the red line. Sorry, Drew, you're dead. <laughs> All right, yeah, so, uh, but the one on the Laris will take uh, three points. All right, three points of damage to that one. Cassius Vell, oh, oh, I guess I'd say, is that your, your full action? All three? Um, is there anything else you want to do? Since since, uh, since these are so potentially some diseased rats, I'll go ahead and throw a, a guidance on myself so I can maybe get a bonus to my fortitude save. Oakley dokley. Then we're on to Cassius Vell. Tyler. Oh, you know, we're going to tumble. We're going to try to tumble through. We're going to try to do a fancy step around this rat, uh, get it to overextend itself somehow and appear on the other side of it. But knowing how good the reflex is, probably not going to happen. I'll let you know. Oh, 21. It's good. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. Good. That is a success against its reflex to see. Yeah. So I kind of dance around it in the water a little bit. Uh, the water not slowing me down this time. And uh, while we're doing, we're also going to spend an action to get out that dagger. And mm -hmm. then we're going to try to stab this rat. I forgot you're equipped. You're equipped with the weapon now. I was foolish. We gave you a dagger. <laughs> and uh, this will be against the rat is flat-footed to me now because uh -huh. I was successful. He's rat-footed. Uh, and, uh, oh, I don't know, a 13? I think that is, uh, if it is flat-footed, that is just a hit. Ooh, let's roll some damage. Uh, seven points of damage. Oh, yeah. No. With a minus two to its AC, just a hit. Seven points of damage, you say? <laughs> yes. I, I'm i pretty sure, uh, luckily, by tumbling through, I'm going to gain some panache. Yeah. Help boost the damage on this. 
Uh, you nearly kill this thing in one blow, but it is still up. Oh no, none of these guys have died yet. Uh, but it is looking extremely weak, this one in front of you. Alaris. Alaris, we are on to you. Rebecca. So I do have a crossbow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that little uh, hand crossbow, right? It's like right there on yes. your wrist. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this. Would it be mm-hmm. possible... And I mean, Desna would have to be on my side for this to work, I think. But would it be possible for Alaris to reach out, grab the giant rat from behind its its ears so that it can't bite her and hold it under the water? <laughs> you want to drown the rat? I mean, that's just a grapple check. That's something you can try. How do I do that? I believe uh, if going back to episode uh, one, it's that athletics. is an athletic skill check. Yeah. Oh, that's not my best, but I am trained in it at least. I was about to say, I believe you should be trained. Yeah, I think you have to be in order to do that move. It's just a single action. It requires one free hand, which you have. And um, yeah, is against their fortitude DC, which I can tell you is not their best because reflex is. Yep. So uh, go ahead. That's that's one action. All right. That's a 12. No. I'm not rolling very well today. Uh, that is a fail. All right. Uh, with that, um, I still have two actions, right? So yeah. can I pull out my crossbow and try to shoot it? Oh, most definitely. This one's a little singed from the the, the electric shock of Candoso. So damage on this one already. Oh, gosh. Ugh. That's a 10 on the attack. It's going to be a miss, unfortunately. Oh, we're going into round two, folks. Ratline Ratsburger, you're alive, Drew. <laughs> You're still alive. Hey. <laughs> You've taken a critical hit here. Oh. But uh, we're still going. Uh, and you've got this rat still in front of you. Uh, wounded, bloodied, this rat from your first attack. It it looks like it's it's ready to die. I just want you to know, no hard feelings, all right? <laughs> okay, 13 on the dice. That is a hit. Go ahead and roll me some damage. It's a D4. D4 for the stagger, yeah. Ooh. Oh, it's a one. Minimum damage, it's still up. Uh, but you have two more actions, Pathfinder, second edition. You've got three in combat. Uh, why don't you make me another attack roll? You want to roll, you're going to want to roll high here. Oh, That's no. a three. <laughs> a miss. Oh. So you can still hit on a third attack if you roll a 20. <laughs> so go ahead and roll me that true. Uh, I feel like I'm being set up for failure here, but (laughs) 12. What's a miss? Oh, no, Uh, it's one so close to death, but it's uh, oh, goodness. Goodness gracious. Let me let me read and see if they have any retreat qualities in the the AP that I forget about. (laughs) Oh, are they they fight until they eat one of you alive? No, no, they're just going to eat. They're gonna eat Ratline Ratsburger. It's attack time. Let's let's spread wealth. I feel like this is appropriate, all things considered. Oh no. Including <laughs> So the first one on Ratline's a miss, but going down to Honto, this one that you have left alive gets critical hit on you. Figures. So many crits. It was, cu- it was coming my way. It's it's a crit filled game. I love Pathfinder Second Edition. <laughs> oh my goodness! Nearly minimum damage. Five points yeah. again. Ugh. I have uh, the, these other two rats next against Candoso and Cassius have failed. But Alaris, it's another hit against you. This one that you 
were trying to grapple, it bites your hand as you do for max damage. Seven points, and it is a, a gushing wound as it's it's torn through some ligament there. Uh, oh, sure. I need a Hanto and Alaris to make me a fortitude save. It's a seven. Goodness oh, no. gracious, what is with my rolling? Oh no, very That's low. A 20 for Hanto. All right. Hey, Hanto, you're all good. Alaris, oh, we'll have some discussions here, but that is their turn and bringing us back to next in the turn order, Hanto. Okay, got a rat to the right of me, got a rat to the left. Um, let's open up with a flurry. Uh, can I go ahead and target one rat with one flurry strike and then the other with the second? Oh, yes, go right ahead. You've got the, the one in front of Cassius, the one in front of you. You guys are almost back-to-back. Rat stabbing! <laughs> yeah, I stab Rat with my... Stabbing. I stab with my knife hands. Um, let's see. <laughs> I mean, these are critical. What? Things. What? <laughs> Come That's on, just... not possible! Leave some for the rest of us, Seth. What is going on? Seriously. Have you ever, have you ever seen a rat explode from a, a knife hands? <laughs> And then the second attack, very dead. That one's probably not going to hit with 12 uh, minus four for a second attack. So for this be eight. So the second attack of that is indeed a mess. Do you have another action? Uh, If I miss it, can I then grapple it and try to hold it still? (laughs) If you still have an action, you can try. Yeah, I have two more actions. In fact, yeah. Um, Make me. Yeah. Athletics versus fortitude. That's an 18 versus their fortitude DC. Oh, that giant rap is a grappled. Okay, I'm holding it still for Cassius to stab. Um, <laughs> what other actions can one take in combat? I guess I'm not really sure. Um, I mean, there's a lot of things, but I mean, you right. can also just try for that that third attack. <laughs> well, so, so critical strike, miss, grab, punch. <laughs> so Fur- Furia blows is one action? That's one action. That's, yep. God, that's good. That's so insane. <laughs> it's so insane. Yeah, it's a pretty neat thing. Well, it's I'm pretty insane you. when you roll two twenties. Yeah. That's yes. Uh, so, I mean, if you roll another twenty again, it's definitely a hit. All right. Well, uh, if I don't, it's like what minus eight to this attack roll. With is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nope. That's a miss. Alrighty. Uh, it is grappled. It just takes one hand to to maintain that grapple. Oh, uh, Candoso, we are on to you. What Sorry, you got? One hot second. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, we, I, I think I'm going to do the exact same thing that I did before. <laughs> I mean, this is like your bread and butter. This is what your character does is shock things into submission. That's that's my thing. That's how I, that's how I roll. Oh, um, oh, that's how I do it. Yeah. Uh, so 17. So w- w- I'm the, sorry, which ones are you targeting? Uh, oh, sorry. Those same two. The one on Alaris and the one on Ratline. Alrighty, let me make these reflex saves. Oh, success oh. on Paris and a fail, fail, fail on the one in front of Ratline Ratsburger. And he might have just saved his life because that one turns belly up in the water, singed and cooked. Nicely done. Haha, <laughs> that's going straight in the stew. I don't know if I've ever seen this many 20s just come up. It's a lot. It's a lot. Are we, are we in the one. stew already, technically? Oh, everyone. Yeah, you guys are all flavoring oh, the, oh, the Seth, I like you less for bringing that up. Oh, the one in front I'm of Alaris, though, critically defeated, <laughs> jumping out of the way of the shock. Um, what else would you like to do, Candoso? Uh, we'll see. That's two actions. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. You got one on, on you, and I mean, you can throw out a punch if you'd like. I mean, yeah. Heck, why not? I'll, I'll throw a throw. A, 
ding-dang little punch. Um, is there any... There's there's no negative for making an, uh, making a, uh, an unarmed attack in this game, right? Nope. Not really. I mean, it's non-lethal. Yeah, it'd just be non-lethal damage. Okay. Um, I can't remember if you're trained in that or... I think you do have to be, like... I know specifically my character is trained mm. in unarmed. Yeah. Um, why don't you just roll the d20? I'll let you know okay. if we're close here. No. Okay. A five on the dice. We're not close, so no worries. Uh, that is a miss. That will bring us to Cassius Bell. Not even can close-o. Oh, my goodness. Oh, boy. No. Oh, boy. You know, <laughs> Salt in the wound. All right. 19 against your reflex, DC, Patrick. Oh, yes. That is a success as you tumble right past this rat in the water. Okay. Well, this rat is grappled and flat-footed again? Yeah. Shrug? <laughs> Shrug? Um, we're going to attack twice. Sure. First one's going to go to the one that Honto is um, grappling grappling in just place for me. Holding in front of you, <laughs> ready for you to stab it. You can't you can't miss and, this one, right? One hopes. And then the second <laughs> one will go to uh oh was uh will go to the one that's threatening. Gotcha. Oh I rolled a two. A two think, on the dice. I think even with all the minuses. <laughs> yeah. That is a miss. Uh, oh god, it's so weak. It's so weak. <laughs> That these two haven't been fighting together very long, so you know, Hanto zigged when he should have zagged, yeah. you know. Yeah, okay. Well, I do hit the one threatening Kendoso, so I feel a little bit. Yeah, that. yeah, that is a hit. And, so, and oh, we're gonna do max damage on that one, which is gonna be eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. You stab this one just so in its weak spot, and it is dead. Hey. Yeah. Threat number three, uh, I, I didn't. I didn't murder the one I wanted to murder, but yeah. hey, rat, rat murder happened. Just take the murders you can you can muster here, Tyler. Alaris, we are back to you. Yeah, rat, Alaris rat. would really like to murder this rat. Um, I, I feel like I'm playing a stereotype here with the girl struggling to you know <laughs> show up well, against yeah, a rat. The GM is is arrayed things against you by taking your main weapon. True, true, true. Uh, So anyway, um, having tried to grab it and failing um, and used her crossbow and failing, um, I think she's just going to try to punch it. Maybe Desna wants her to punch it. So... (laughs) Let's see, Desna is the (laughs) Probably three times, but... Oh, that's a 23! Wow. Are you joking? <laughs> that rat. Uh, yeah, you punch this thing into the water and it, it comes belly up. It is unconscious. And oh, does is with me. Uh, that's just just one action. You got two more. Is Desna uh, the goddess of punching? <laughs> I, 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 didn't I think, think that's so, a subdomain. But... Yeah. yeah. In, in second edition, it is. you got two more actions and there's one giant rat left. You want to bail out Honto and Cassius who seem to be in way over their head. Can I try to uh, hit it with my crossbow? Um, yeah. So it, the hand crossbow is reloading that a single action. That's a great question. I don't know. I don't know what the rule on that is. Yeah, reload one for that. So I believe that is correct. So with two actions, you have one left. You can make that shot. All right. So I'll reload and take a shot. That's an hey! 18. Now, is that include a 
negative four. No, no. Should I have hit the number two? I did not hit number two, so sorry about that. It's okay. That is a second attack, but you know what? It's grappled and still flat-footed, right? Or is it? Is it flat? Yeah, no, it's it's flat-footed from the grapple, too. Uh, that is a hit, and it is dead. Yes! Hey! Alaris has redeemed herself. <laughs> what a what a wombo. Wombo combo. Uh, end of turn two, you guys have cleared out bilges. There's a number of gross things floating in the armor here, which you can pilfer. I believe you find, you find a, a few things here in the soup that is the bilges including some nearly rotted but still wearable leather armor some silver pieces uh, on the bottom of, of the, the coin pool and uh, a few weapons that have sunk it down to the bottom uh some maces i'm not sure anyone can use those um but once you guys give me a quick per- perception check as well see what else you can find you Finally. might find some things on my body if i'm <laughs> Dying. Rat lines. What's up? Rat line, you're gonna to you're gonna make people. it, mate. Be strong. Be strong, mother mate. So, so, we'll so, get you out of here. Like, some stuff happened. Like, mm-hmm. is that are we just not gonna talk about the, the bites? Is that we're not talking about that? I don't know what you're talking about, Seth. You guys feel just fine besides, you know, the wounds. Oh Oh, that's good to hear. Well, I mean what you guys find here in the bilges, the reward you get for <laughs> clearing out these rats and definitely what those fortitude saves were that you made. I mean, that's all a tale for another time. Next time on the podcast. Oh, <laughs> oh boo. No. Oh, but yeah. I need to know, is Ratline going to be okay? Oh, no. Definitely false. No. We're dead in Definitely front not. of you. Drew, Ratline's cool. last words. I'm yeah, glad hey, Drew, I... Can you show, <laughs> Drew, can you show up for the next recording? <laughs> Bury me with my golden arm. Uh... <laughs> Do you have I'm a golden cool. arm? <laughs> That's pretty valuable. Oh, man. Yeah. Quick, take this golden arm. Fell into the sea, you fools. I'm definitely grave digging your golden arm. Uh, guys, that's going to do it for us. We're going along here. We've had multiple combats. We've had, we've made friends. We've made enemies. Yeah. We've killed enemies. Fair, I tried to make that first combat as short as possible. <laughs> it's a good point. So did I. <laughs> good point. Um, I had a good time here. I hope. You guys did as well. Thanks for playing with Absolutely. me. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you. Thank you, Patrick. Everyone out there listening to this as a Patreon subscriber, we love you. We hope you love Bye. the pirate action so far. And we'll see you next time. So long, mateys. Till the tides bring you back our way. Bye. Gar. Our way.
Dead Men Roll No Crits is sponsored by the Cosmic Crit Patreon. Each episode is published to the public on a seven to eight month delay. To catch up on the show and get access to new episodes on initial release, make a monthly pledge on the Cosmic Crit Patreon page.